From WERA 96.7 in Arlington, this is Formative Tracks, the show where we sit down with D.C. area musicians to talk about the top five songs that made them who they are. I'm Eliza Burkhan. Today we are here with Perry Soul. Welcome, Perry. Uh, thank you. He is a keyboard player and vocalist for the uh, project called Perry Soul, and he also plays in a few other groups as well. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. Okay. Uh, I believe Gauche and Cool People. Uh, yes, I think those are the other only other two things I got going on right now. Okay, so you only have three bands at the moment. Well, yeah, everyone in D.C. seems to have, you know. (laughs) You can't have just one. Hands in many pies, yeah. Right. So uh, tell us a little bit about Perry Soul, because that's basically a solo project. You have someone on hand to play drums with you. Is that person there all the time, or is it? They they do most of the shows. Okay. Um, I think it's 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 hard for them to 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 travel, so um, Mm. you know, I'll I'll do the uh, any out of town shows on my own so far. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a solo project for a while. I had a, a drum machine and then a different drum machine. And, and uh, um, this person, Renata, um, saw my set and, and offered to play drums. And Oh, nice. Uh, so she was a fan first. I, yeah, I mean, she, I don't think she's, you know, she, yes, she was a fan. Yes. Okay. She, she saw the, the one of my concerts and, and really liked it and, and, and wanted to play drums. And that's how that kind of went about. Okay. Uh, and how long has the group been going? With Renata, it's been, oh gosh, maybe a year and a half now. Oh, so it's fairly new. I didn't realize it was that new. Well, the, the, I, I, I was playing solo for, for a good uh, you know year and a half before that as well. Okay, so we'll say three years yeah, yeah, and probably a little bit more, honestly. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Some and, breaks in there. Yeah. And you live in Vienna? I currently live in Vienna, yeah. Okay, were you born and raised there, or you just ended up there somehow? I was actually born and raised in Arlington. Oh, but you left. Well, not too far. (laughs) It's far. Vienna and Arlington are not the same thing. Well, and I was in D.C. for for a long time, and I I moved out to Vienna for a job, and then then they laid me off. Oh, no. Uh, So I'm kind of stuck out there until the lease runs out, uh, which is actually pretty soon. Okay, so where are you headed next? Uh, Well, I... Either either somewhere in D.C. Or, 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 or somewhere in Baltimore. Okay. Uh, I got about a month to figure this out. So we're, we're catching you at a, a yeah. pivotal time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about your videos. Okay. I've seen two. I don't know. Are there more? Uh, there's only two I know of. Okay. Okay. Then that's probably accurate. Um, so you've got two videos. They're both very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're both frenetic and a little bit amusing, but a little bit poignant. I was okay. taken by both of them. Yeah. Tell me, let, let's talk about um, Ali okay. first. Yeah. So in it, you're playing the keyboard, you're staring at the camera, you're sometimes wearing makeup, you're sometimes not wearing makeup, you're mm-hmm. sometimes lying face down on the ground, Yep. still playing a synth. Um, yep. Yep. It's kind of amazing. So what was the concept that <laughs> inspired that? It, I mean, honestly, it was all uh, this guy Drew's idea. Okay, who's the, who's this guy Drew? Uh, Drew plays uh, uh, drums in in this band Cigarette. Um, he's played a f- in a few other bands. I've known him for you know a good handful of years now. Uh, and I guess you know he he did film stuff in school and mm-hmm. and um, gosh, I think he he liked uh, the, the Perry Soul a lot. And I think he just approached me and and he was kind of very inspired. Like he's like your songs kind of give me ideas. And and so 
I, I was kind of like, well, if, you know, if if you have a, a good idea mm-hmm. and like it's inspired by the song, like let's just let's go with that. And I, I maybe had one or two ideas along the way during that video, but it was really all all Drew. Okay, so you um, made yourself very malleable for whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, I think. I mean, the way he he approached me was kind of like I, I already have an idea. I think mm-hmm. it would be great, and, and I was like, "All right, let's just let's film it. Let's do it." Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because later in this, not to give anything away, mm-hmm. but you pick a song by Gary Newman. Oh yeah. And I mean, I can totally see like stylistic um, similarities between his videos and this video. So I don't know if there was like any intentional. You know, I I don't know if I've seen many. I don't even, even oh, know you, if I've seen a music video of his. Okay, so you got to go back and I, I, I do and watch. Um, okay, so it sounds like that was not intentional, but it ended up being very exciting. Um, so let's hear a little of that song, Alley. a little bit about that song what inspired the actual song oh man um i think i was i used to go to uh i used so i used to drive a lot and mm-hmm. i'd go to the library and check out just like I don't know, books on tape or, or, or audiobooks i guess is the correct term uh mm-hmm. and and i think i was listening to a bunch of this like kind of a uh, american poetry mm-hmm. um and i kind of liked the kind of this kind of simplistic kind of uh, plainness of it all. And, mm-hmm. and maybe there's a metaphor below, but it's not, it wasn't too wordy. It was just like very plain, simple language. Um, and I guess I kind of just came up with the, 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 the phrases in my head and mm-hmm. was like, how, how am I going to make a song out of this? Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm pretty happy with the way the song came together just because it was I I didn't know what I was going to do. So, you know, it's just kind of like a, the left hand is just kind of walking, just like keeping the beat on. It's just one note played over and over again. And then the right hand is doing some sort of, I don't know, percussion type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and your manner of speaking mm-hmm. is completely different from your manner of singing. So tell me a little bit about how you choose your vocal style. I mean, because your, your vocal quality is different. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's like, it's almost, the way you sing is almost like a little competitive, and that's not, that's not how you sound in person at all. Well, I I, I don't know. I, I guess, uh, you know, being, singing and being on stage gives you permission to do more stuff. Or, and normally I'm very kind of timid and, and kind of low energy, I think, uh, at least the way I <laughs> not, not to come quote across. Trump. I, you say low energy, I have to think of, of Trump and uh, Jeb Bush, and that brings me right back there. But anyway. Oh, geez, I forgot about all that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you're saying IRL, <laughs> you're low energy, but on yeah. stage. Please clap. Uh <laughs> Uh, I, I don't think I'm low energy. I think I come across as low energy because okay. I want to appear somewhat, you know, blending in and, and kind of afraid of offending uh, anyone. Uh, I, I think um, on stage and singing, I mean, I was in a band before Perry Soul called Teen Liver, and it was more mm-hmm. of like a punk. People called it garage rock a lot. I don't know. But I was I was thinking like Ramones a lot for that project. And and. I don't know, learning guitar, learning to sing um, in a 
you know, non-choir way. Because I did a tiny bit of choir back in the day. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, I found it very hard to hit the high notes unless mm-hmm. I was using a very nasally loud tone. Mm-hmm. And that also seemed to come across in the kind of kind of punk world a bit uh, sure. better. Uh, and so I think that's kind of what gave me that kind of... Uh, I don't know, register or tone was the kind of that kind of singing and, and realizing that I could sing higher if I went for like a mm-hmm. kind of like a very nasal ah kind of sound. And uh, then, you know, then it's just like you kind of find something that works for you and then you feel you feel good. And then, you know, it just I don't know, I guess I just kind of keep keep doing that. Well, it's unique. I mean, it, <laughs> definitely stands out. I cannot think of any other D.C. artist whose music sounds like yours if you combine both the timbre of your voice and the lyrics and the uh, the drum machine, the synth. I mean, the whole yeah. the whole package is is unique. I, I was certainly trying to do something different. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 achieved. <laughs> okay, well, good, your goal good. for sure. Um, okay, and then as far as your other music video, mm-hmm. the first of many or the second of many, I suppose. Um, hopefully, love yeah. for hopefully love is for the loving. So you lay beside yourself in a bed. And yeah. you're, you're two people who it's it's like maybe the two of you are in a relationship and you're fighting or uh, maybe it's just two different versions of yourself or maybe your brothers. I mean, it could be anything. Sometimes you're just staring off blankly. Sometimes you're scrolling through your phone. Yeah. Um, it's black and white. It's mysterious. Mm-hmm. What, what's going mm-hmm. on there? Oh, I don't think there, there's a right answer. I, I think, uh, again, this is a brainchild of, of Drew, Drew Hagelin. And, and tell me, remind me of the lyrics, Love is for the Loving, and what's right after that? Uh, love is for the Loving, Love is for the Lovely, uh, and then Don't Give It to Me. Why do you sing that? What is that about? Um, hmm, I guess it's just kind of a musing on on kind of my feelings of love at the time when I wrote it, um, feeling that it was something I, I couldn't achieve. And, and you know, it's and all the songs are a little bit tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, geez, I don't know. But but I guess feeling like, uh, it, yeah, it was something that that it was almost kind of foreign to me, kind of looking at it from a distance and kind mm-hmm. of talking about what what it is or what it isn't and 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 how i i don't feel like it was uh at least at the time uh possible for me yeah it's just an interesting phrase don't give it to me because yeah. usually people want it right or yeah. they don't want to let it go but you're saying like i i don't want it for whatever reason maybe i'm not worthy of it maybe it's a mess mm-hmm. that i don't want to get myself involved in but i yes. mean i remember Both i heard that line things. i'm like oh okay yeah. yeah, it was it was unexpected. Okay, let's hear a little bit of that song. Okay. Here is Love is for the Loving. Let's talk a little bit about your website. Okay. I stumbled on it many months ago. Yeah, yeah. And thought, what is this? Who is this? This is amazing. You look like you've traveled. It looks like you've traveled back to like the early days of the internet. Yep. yep. With um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, 
little elements that are flashing mm-hmm. and uh, a cursor that you can change to you know other shapes, maybe a butterfly. What, what are the cursor options there? Or there's a, is there a the, butterfly on the, the page? I feel like something's flying around. The, well, there there's there's a lot going on. There's a butterfly. I think I forgot. What do you call it? Favicon or something? It, sure. It, it's up in the the little like tablet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But your cursor. Oh gosh, you can get a flaming cursor. You can get like a skull and a snake or something. There, right. There's a couple different things you can get. Um, and and there's a bunch of little like I spent a while doing a bu- putting a bunch of little hidden things on that web page. Um, okay, so listeners, if you're if you're bored later, if you're bored later, click around the okay. the, the front page of that. Sure. Is there an email address where people can email you? Here, are like five things that I discovered. Uh, if if they Do want to, if uh, there's no well, they can they'll get a response. Okay. Okay. Um, but sure, I mean soulperry at gmail dot com. Okay. Somehow Perry Soul was taken. So Soul Perry at <laughs> gmail.com. I know. Uh, and so you're a web developer or a web designer by day? or A web web developer. Yep. I've been doing that for, for about two years now. Okay. Yeah. So it's your like expert coding knowledge that made that website magic it's, happen? It's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> my novice coding knowledge that, that made that website happen. Yeah. It's definitely inspired by... You know, geocities from the past and whatnot. Sure. Of middle school, trying right. to your your best to figure out how to make some sort of website about something. Yeah. Right. Well, it's it's a fun time. I'm gonna have to revisit it at like 11:30 at night tonight when I have nothing oh, better to oh, do. Oh, please do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I understand that you have a new record coming out in 2020. Yep, yep. Um, so happy, happy birthday to me, Records, um, is is down to put this thing out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll get an album out. Uh, I've got eight songs. Uh, they're already recorded. And you're going to play a new song from the record in the studio today? Uh, it's not actually on the record. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> okay. So tell me, what what is the song that you're going to play? Well, I, I could do one maybe that was on the record. It'd probably make more sense. I was thinking about that. Uh, this, I mean, do do whatever song you want to do. I am going to do this song. It's it's called uh, Don't Ever Grow Up. I, 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 you know, it's I always get the most excited about the, the most recent songs I write. Okay. Um, and so it's, it's this pretty recent song. I probably wrote it a couple months ago. Um, so this is a forthcoming single? Sure. Yeah. I got to figure out what to do with it. But yeah, we can call that. Okay. Let's hear forthcoming single Don't Ever Grow Up from Perry Soul.
listening to Formative Tracks on WERA 96.7. I'm Eliza Burkhan. If you're just joining us, we're talking with keyboardist and songwriter Perry Soul. So let's move to your top five songs. Oh, yeah. The first song you selected is a jazz standard, Straight No Chaser by Thelonious Monk, which you called your gateway to jazz. So get into that a little bit. How old were you when you heard it? Uh, How did it affect you at the time? Oh, uh, okay. Well, okay. So I tried to. I think I tried to do these somewhat in order. Um, that was probably late high school, early college, and and uh, I I took piano as a kid, stopped for a few years, um, and then kind of was getting trying to get into to jazz just because I, I like the I guess idea of it, like where you can kind of make stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of jazz is, is is maybe hard to listen to if you're not versed in that style. But I, I loved I love Thelonious Monk. Um, I like that album a lot, Straight Note Chaser, and and that the, I guess the titular song is is pretty great. Um, I, particularly just his solos and like the kind of note clusters and like the melodic ideas and the weird accents he does. It's mm-hmm. and the song is all blues. It's just. Uh, just twelve bar blues, but it's played in this really frantic kind of like interesting way. Um, mm-hmm. I really like his his playing and his approach and videos of him playing. It's it's all it's all pretty nuts, but brilliant. Sure. So you did you then decide to play jazz piano or keep just playing piano, but kind of take the the improvisatory sensibility of jazz and apply that to whatever you were doing. Well, I th- I think I I talked to somebody a few years ago who was who went to to college and studied like jazz guitar and and I think they put it pretty well where it's just like I I studied 
you know, jazz guitar to get better at guitar. And that's pretty much what I did is I, I studied, I was taking jazz piano, not really because I wanted to be the, the greatest jazz piano player, but mm-hmm. just to, to learn something and to kind of get my chops up in a mm-hmm. different way. And I mean, I don't know. I, th- I guess I thought I was like, oh, maybe, maybe if I practice enough, I can actually start like gigging at, at, at you know, I try to do a little bit of that, but uh, piano is really hard. So your next song is also jazz. You chose The Colton Concert by Keith Jarrett, which, as I understand, was a live performance that was recorded uh, in January of 1975 um, that was entirely improvised. And you say you spent many a night playing keyboard for hours with your eyes closed. Um, Are you able to enter that sort of transcendent space in live performances or only sort of from like the quiet safety of your bedroom uh i think i i think i try try my best to get into that <laughs> that space uh it's i think it's easier when i first entered that space it was definitely in my bedroom yeah kind of playing music late you know into the witching hour and mm-hmm. Does sometimes help to keep, close your eyes and, and to kind of really get into it. Um, and yeah, when I the other time I can kind of really get into the space is is through like playing live and doing Perry Soul stuff and kind of singing and uh, putting it all together. But I but I do love kind of like making up compositions uh, on a, a, a good piano and um, kind of feeling loose and feeling like you're kind of just you know riding waves of the ideas that you kind of come up with. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the obstacle, I mean, for, for me, I assume for many musicians, to being able to just freely play, especially mm-hmm. improvising, is to be able to really either totally tune out the audience or feel like they're just sort of riding along with you rather than this, oh, I might mess up. Like, that mentality is not yeah. going to, you're not going to, you're not going to get there. So right. I was just curious whether... Like how how you've sort of combated that? I I really try to enter that space of of kind of feeling transcendent, feeling like I'm kind of you know happy and ecstatic and kind of just running around. Um, and it certainly makes me mess up a lot more. I also try to do it do every live performance slightly differently. I try to do the songs differently every time, whether it's different chord voicings on the piano or different uh, vocal phrasing. I try to keep it different. And you said running around. Do you mean literally or you just mean like running around all over the keys? Oh, just more in my head. Okay. Um, I was just curious, since I haven't seen you perform live, if you actually sort of put on any sort of a visual show i should probably do more no it's i'm usually pretty locked in behind the keyboard and it's all kind of delivery i um, can see you doing some like video installations i mean I, like given the nature of your music videos sort you know what i mean I, like there's just like a video of like an image of popcorn and then someone screaming <laughs> like weird 60s stuff i feel like would kind of just work in the background i would like to do more of that yeah <laughs> throwing ideas out there so your third song is life during wartime by talking heads i've uh read that you're sometimes or you've been compared to david byrne of talking heads and um just sort of noting that you became a fan in college is that right yeah probably probably later than i should have but yeah um i think 
I, I, I felt like I had to include one Talking Heads song just because they were, they were hugely influential and, and really kind of felt like, you know, discovering music all over again um, and made me want to kind of get, you know, I don't know, less academic in any sort of uh, in music endeavors and to be more like um, kind of on the street trying to create, you know, simpler things that maybe were subtly more complicated um mm. and and the lyrical content i love his his vocal delivery and the live performance is all you know pretty amazing and did you study music in college like were you a music major uh, yeah yeah for two years okay where did you go <laughs> william and mary okay yeah and then then you switched or then well you... I, I kind of switched the, i was doing like science and math and then i switched over to music for the past the last two years Okay, so you you ended up finishing up in, in music with music. Degree. Yes, and I wasn't. I was. I was a very bad college student. So, you know. college is sort of overrated. <laughs> yeah. Your fourth song is "New Kind of Kick" by The Cramps, and I can hear a lot of your sound in this recording. But why did it speak to you? Gosh, it's just like a dirty, very raw song about you know. I don't know whether what it is addiction or um cravings or yeah you know kind of never nothing's ever enough um search for something uh but just yeah the, the kind of the sound and the rawness of the whole song is is pretty awesome so you closed out your list with metal by gary newman mm-hmm. a song about an android who can't be human i believe is the lyrical content there? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a big theme of his, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you said that Newman in general had a big influence on you, including his style. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked his kind of like, you know, the, the solo presentation of, of him, uh, even though he was always playing with, with, with other musicians. Mm-hmm. Um just kind of this like lonely, you know, android with like a little bit, a little bit androgynous, you mm-hmm. know, like a little bit of makeup, mm-hmm. um, singing these kind of like synthy uh, loner songs about like, you know, like androids and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was so beautiful. And I, I just love his songs and like the melodies and everything. That's it for us here on Formative Tracks. I would like to thank Perry Soul for coming into the studio today. Well, thank you so much for having me. And how can the listeners find out more about what you're up to? Well, uh, they can go to my website, uh, perrysoul.com, um, or I'm on Instagram. You can follow along that way. I usually, you know, post updates about shows and stuff and various other things. Okay, great. They can follow you on, on the gram. And uh, thank you for listening. And be sure to tune in next week when we sit down with another DC area musician to talk about the top five songs that made them who they are. 